today we are looking at this conversation of what submission is. So we started with, I think it was seven things that submission is not, and now we're looking at seven things that submission is, biblical submission, and what that practically looks like in our daily lives. I pray that this conversation continues to bless you. Hey friends, welcome to the Hearing Jesus Podcast. Do you sometimes doubt if you're truly hearing God's voice or if it's really your own? And how do you know the difference? Do you ever struggle to feel confident in your relationship with God and what He says in His Word? Do you sometimes feel stagnant or like maybe you hit a wall in your spiritual life? Hey, I'm your host, Rachel Grohl, missionary, author, pastor, and life coach, and I have been there. I too was doubting God's voice in my own life. I felt insecure about my relationship with Him, and I wanted to be obedient to what God was calling me to do, but I wasn't quite sure how to figure out what that was. I felt like I was wasting time trying to figure it out, and I just wanted a way to understand His will for my life. The answer for me was found in the pages of the scriptures, as I learned how to understand what they were actually saying. If you're ready to grow in your faith and to step confidently into the calling God has for you, then join me as we dig deep into God's Word so that you can learn to live out your faith in your everyday life. Hey friends, before we get into today's episode, I have a quick word. I know that you have been frustrated with being confident in how to tell the difference between hearing from God and wondering if it's your own voice. I know, I've been there myself. That's why I wrote the Bible study, She Hears, Learning to Listen to Jesus. This is a six-week study that takes you through the book of John, looking at six women in the life of Jesus, how he calls them, how he encourages them, how he equips them. It also teaches the color method of Bible study, helping you to learn how to really understand the scriptures. I also include a lot of cultural and historical information that makes these familiar passages of scripture really come alive. This is a great study to do with maybe your teen girls or a group of friends from church, and it will really help you gain confidence in how to hear from the Lord and set you up with some tools that will stay with you long after the study is over. Again, head to shehears.org and you can find the Bible study on the resources page. Hey friends, welcome back to the Hearing Jesus Podcast. Today is day four of our conversation on submission. So it's not so much about us being forced to lay down our thoughts and opinions. It's about us elevating how we view the thoughts and opinions of other people. So in scripture, Peter talks about slaves and masters, and he wasn't necessarily addressing the idea of slavery, which was a social construct of the time, um, very different than the Western idea of slavery that we know of now. Um, But instead, he was talking about this idea of submission, which happens in all of our relationships. We can obey somebody without having a consideration for, for them. And actually I had a really clear picture of this this week in my house. I have three kids and one of them, uh, you know, we're as parents, we're trying to instill good work ethic and all those kinds of things. So one of them I had asked to do the dishes after dinner and it was literally like taking the clean dishes out of the dishwasher and putting them away. It wasn't even like the gross stuff. And of course it didn't get done. And so then there was a reminder and it didn't get done. And then another reminder and it didn't get done. And finally it escalated to the point where, okay, there's going to be some consequences if you don't do this. And it finally was done. But as it was getting done, dishes are clanging, heavy sighs are happening, complaining is happening. It was a whole thing. Then on a different day, 
I was downstairs. I was uh, working on some some work, and I hear these dishes kind of clanging upstairs, and I just kind of, you know, I was enmeshed in something, so I couldn't get up right away. So one of my kids comes downstairs and says, oh, mom, by the way, I did the dishes for you. And I was like, what? <laughs> and they said, yeah, I did the dishes for you. I don't want you to stress. And so you don't have to worry about the dishes. They're done. And now the next day when I went to unload the dishwasher, all my cast iron pots <laughs> were, were in there as well as half of the air fryer, which I don't think is supposed to go in the dishwasher. And it was the cutest thing because, you know, I didn't even, you know, think to check. I just, you know, forgot about it actually until that moment. But, oh my goodness, that... That blessed me so much. Now, obviously, one of those scenarios is going to bless me more than the other. The one where um, I had to instill consequences did not bless me. It pained me. Um, Whereas the one that was done out of an overflow of obedience and desire to submit, and even though it was done wrong and, and probably cost me a little bit, it blessed me so much more. I think that is a really good example of submission and the heart posture that we need to be taking. So the spirit of consideration for others is really what embodies this idea of submission. And it enables us to value and respect people in a new way. And so we can genuinely be happy for them and and with them instead of feeling insecure when they succeed or they're blessed. And so it's this release of control and pride. And when we let go of that stuff, the bitterness and the anger that come from being treated a certain way, it just dissipates. And so then what opens up is this ability to identify with Christ in this area of self-denial and servant leadership. And I think it's important to remember that Jesus didn't just die on the cross for us. He lived a life of service for us as well. And everything that he did, he did with intention. And that is the model that we need to be seeking after. So real quickly, I have seven acts of submission that we can pursue in our desire to grow in our relationship with God. The first is submission to the Trinity or the triune God. So we surrender our body, our mind, our spirit into God's hands for him to do with us as he pleases. Uh, One of the most helpful things that I learned in seminary, uh, we have these like uh, spiritual formation classes at the beginning of the, the, everybody that goes to that seminary does. And at first I didn't want to do them. I thought, man, I don't really need to know about spiritual formation. What a joke. I don't, you know, I think sometimes in our ignorance, we don't even know what we don't know. But one of the disciplines that they had built in that class was this morning prayer that when the moment we open our eyes before our feet hit the floor, this here I am Lord prayer. And it's a very simple, simple, simple prayer. I think I've shared it on my, my website before this simple prayer of here I am Lord. It's your day. I surrender it to you. Have me do what you would have me to do. And it's really taking this place of getting our heart in the right position to hear from the Lord, but also to submit from submit to the Lord. Now, does that mean that I don't go throughout my day and do different things that were on my list? Of course not. But if God wants to trump my agenda for his agenda, I'm open to it because it's a submission to God. The second one is a submission to God's word. I think sometimes we have this danger of we just go through our devotions real quick and we check off our little box. But instead, the goal is to hear the word, 
to receive that word in our spirit and then to obey the word. God's word changes us, but we have to be obedient to to God's word. And so that submission is such a blessing when we actually submit to God because his design for our lives is so much better than anything that we could design for ourselves. And so in that obedience, in that submission becomes freedom because there's so many more things that God can bless us with when we are doing things his way. The third is submission to our family. Now, this looks different in different stages. This is really, we're talking about the nuclear family. Um, We hear in scripture in Philippians 2, 4, let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. This is really a matter of listening to your family's hearts, making allowances for each other, being willing to share what is going on in each of our own lives, really being in relationship with each other. Um, In our family, a lot of our kids' friends like coming over because we talk to our kids. And even some of my adult friends have said, man, I have never seen somebody that talks to their kids as much as you do. Now, part of that is I'm a talker. But part of it is since they were teeny, teeny, tiny, my goal every day was to connect with them on a heart level. And that means putting away the cell phone, turning off the TV, having eye contact physical touch, whatever the kid, whatever your child needs, cuddles, listening to what's on their heart and working through issues together. As a result, I have a very open relationship with my girls and they have told me probably more than what I want to know, not just about them, but their friends. And what ends up happening is not details about their friends, but they'll come to me with an issue and say, mom, how would you handle this? And then we talk through it. We pray about it. We look at the scriptures together and then they go back and they give wisdom to their friend's situations. That is what a submission to the family looks like. It means that you might have to spend less time hunting or on the golf course or, you know, at your paint and sips or whatever it is. You know, there are different seasons in our families, Um, but when we have kids at home, it's so important that we not just expect submission to us, but we submit to them as well. God, as we wrestle with some of these ideas and what they mean in our everyday lives practically, there are bound to be moments where we feel like we just didn't measure up or we were getting it wrong. Um, God, I, I pray that you would help us to sit again, with those emotions, you would sit with that tension and allow it to drive us to you, God, as we are recognizing perhaps some areas in our lives where we have not submitted either to you or to those that we love in relationship. God, I pray that there wouldn't just be this feeling of conviction, but that you would help us to be obedient to the things that you're calling us to do, that you would help us be obedient to this biblical idea of submission and what that looks like. So in our parenting or in our relationship with you or in our friendships or in our marriages, God, help us to be submissive, not because we are, like I said, diminishing our own thoughts, but because we are elevating the thoughts and feelings of others. God, help us to recognize the ways that we can honor you as we honor others. Lord, I thank you for the ways that you continue to call us into a greater relationship with you. I thank you for your presence and for the way you enable us to be obedient. God, thank you for your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Hey friends, before you go, I just wanted to fill you in on something. I've gotten a lot of questions recently about what's next. People have gone through the She Hears Bible study and they kind of want to have some direction as far as what to do next. Don't worry, I will be writing more studies. But in the meantime, the goal of the She Hears Bible study was to not only help you to learn how to hear Jesus through the example of the six women, in the study, but really for you to have a, a set of tools to use that you can apply to other passages of scripture. So what I have available for you on the resources page of my website is a couple different tools to help you do just that. And depending on your budget, there's lots of options. The first option is just a very simple uh, ESV version book of John Bible journal. And so what that is, is on one side, you have the scripture from the the whole book of John. So on one side, you have the actual scripture verse by verse. And on the other side, you have places to take notes. And so that's a really easy place to continue doing the color method of study. And if you don't have the colors that we have designated in the study, those are available. I think they're just a couple bucks in the, in the resources page as well. But you can continue to use that color method throughout, you know, one chapter or a, a couple verses. It's a really easy way to do that. And they're small. You can kind of tuck it into your bag. The second resource is similar, except it's all four gospels like that. And so that, that one is done by Hosanna Revival and they're just beautiful. Um, I love them, just the aesthetic of them. They make me feel really special when I'm working in them. And so that's all four of the Gospels. And that's a little bit more expensive because you're getting the whole set. And then the third option, and there's two different price points depending on what you're looking for, is we have journaling Bibles. And so there's the hardcover that are beautifully painted, and then also the leather bound. And what I love about those is when you open them up inside, you will see space in the margins to continue to write. Some people just have a thing about writing in their Bibles. Not me. My Bibles are all marked up. But if you have a thing about writing in your Bibles, this could be a dedicated journaling Bible where you can do the color method and not worry about getting, you know, your study Bible all messed up. And so I pray that those resources bless you. I started putting those in the shop after people started requesting them. And then I realized that I never really told you guys about them unless you private message me. So in case you're looking for what's next, what's more, this is a really good transition after you finish the She Hears Bible study. I pray that it blesses you. Have a good week, friends. Hey friends, if this podcast helped encourage, empower, or equip you for God's call on your life, I would love it if you would head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. That's the number one way you can support my show. You can also join our free Facebook community or Instagram page where I share inspirational tips, resources, and prayer throughout the week. Hey, I want you to know I'm praying for you this week. Know that you are loved, you are cherished, and you are His.